0: Hi, Mark. Hello, Jeff. Okay, so I live in Middlesex County, but that's about all I know about counties in Connecticut. What happened to county government in the state?
1: Well, considering that Connecticut prides itself as being the land of steady habits, Connecticut is actually the only state in the country that had counties and got rid of them. When did that happen? That happened in 1960. And why did that happen? A uh, couple reasons. Counties in Connecticut were never terribly strong. They go back way back in history. They are older than the country. They started when Connecticut was a colony, and they had limited powers of taxation. Um, it was kind of weird. They couldn't tax people. They could tax governments, which would then turn around and tax their residents. Right. So they had limited services. You know, they used to do the jails. They would have uh, the early forms of uh, welfare, that kind of thing. Hmm and they became known as a kind of a big patronage place. The Democrats fashioned themselves as reformers who were going to get rid of what at the time was seen as somewhat as wasteful and uh, ridden with patronage.
0: And looking back on it now, what it, I mean, we hear a lot of talk these days about regionalization and, and ways in which our 169 different municipalities could better cooperate to find
1: some efficiencies. What's the argument for not having counties today, a good 50 some years after they were eliminated. Okay, you've touched on something that Connecticut is struggling with and has struggled uh, with for a while, which is how do you have regionalization without county governments? Mm -hmm. Can you have the good parts of county governments without the overhead, without the patronage? You do have the push to go back to some regionalized services, although even that term has fallen out of favor. Now uh, you will hear references to shared services. Hmm. Um, This has been a bipartisan thing. Rob Simmons. The former Republican Mm -hmm. congressman from Mm -hmm. the 2nd District, he is now a first selectman in Stonington, and that's a place that has gone big on regional services. They had a town sanitarian and public health director both retire about the same time, so they signed up with a regional group, and he says it's been great. You know, one example is in in a neighborhood, they had an outbreak of rats. This regional public health entity sent in seven sanitarians and helped uh, quickly get a handle on this. As opposed to the one sanitarian that he could have had before. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, so Rob Simmons says, no, this is a great thing. There
0: are a lot of people who listen who may not who may live here but may not be from here, and a lot of the lore of Connecticut is that we are you know fiercely independent, home rule kind of people. We want all the control at the most
1: local of levels.
0: Is that still a relevant argument point as we talk about call it counties, call it regionalization, call it shared services?
1: Whether it's relevant in the sense that it's a sensible concern uh, is is up for debate, but it's certainly relevant, and that it's an a concern it's mm. a political obstacle to doing this stuff unless you do it in ways that are quiet in ways that don't kind of rub up against that sense of we must be independent mm. and what i'm really talking about is schools Regionalizing schools tend to be uh, more emotional, more difficult than, again, sharing a public health director or a town sanitarian, which are fairly common things.
0: Mark Pazniokas covers state government for the Connecticut Mirror. Thanks again, as always, Mark. But not county government.